This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls have plenty. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your mom? The Guardian Leviosa. Now on. You do as I do. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, my name is Monica and with me today is my lovely, amazing, glorious Northern Irish and very proud for very good reasons, which you will hear in a couple of seconds, co-host Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hello, Moni. Thank you for that lovely introduction. I am very proud to be Northern, Northern to be in Northern Ireland, uh, Northern Irish in a way. And ha- half, uh, Irish, yes, half Irish. Half Irish, Irish all the things um, today. Tell us why. Because we have the one and only CEC gold medalist, Emma, with us today. Hi, Emma. Hi. Thanks for having me. Hello. (laughs) Thank you for being on. No, it's my pleasure, honestly. First of all, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. Congratulations to your win. Thank you so much. It's never going to get old. No, never. No. Never. You have made history. it's true. It's so true. It's so true. What does it yeah. feel like? Oh, like, I don't even know. Um, like, it hasn't really hit home that it's really happened yet. And other than the fact I've had to go back to work the last two days, I'm just kind of like still expecting, you know, the coaches to pull up and be like, okay, you got to go down to the center now. You got to do some media stuff. You got to do some gaming stuff. <laughs> and I'm just like, where is it? And I, I miss it. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so sad that you didn't get like time off or something after to like celebrate properly. I got one day. Cool. I got one day. One it was day all is better like, than no days. Yeah, well, more. the one the one day was spent very hungover traveling back from Birmingham. So, kind of wasted. Obviously, I'm very excited because Emma is from Northern Ireland. I am in Northern Ireland, and there's just a lot of hometown pride here for me. Um, celebrating Emma, who I watched win her gold medal in eFootball live on Sunday and in Twitch chat at the very first eSports games at the Commonwealth Games. And uh, it's exciting. I'm excited. This is just wonderful. It was such a good time. And that stage like in the arena that they built was unbelievable. So good. So basically so cool. it was it was like actual sports in commonwealth games paired with esports game gaming at the same time um so it's it's a game called eFootball which everyone always says fifa when they hear eFootball um <laughs> but it's it's pro evolution soccer they've just renamed to eFootball and rebranded to re- eFootball this year and it was the it was the commonwealth esports championships um ran alongside the commonwealth games this year as a sort of trial to see if they're going to put it into the next set of commonwealth games um and everything is seeming very positive at the minute um, i think the next cool. one's in australia so i need to keep practicing so i get a free trip to australia nice. and then a second gold medal obviously yes <laughs> obviously <laughs> bring those golds That's home so cool someone has to and Although, Gemma says yeah. in chat you made history in like five ways. That's that's so true. Yeah, first UK um, esports event for like that kind of Commonwealth kind of stuff. Um, first trans person to represent Northern Ireland. First trans person to win a medal for Northern Ireland. First trans person to get endlessly abused. That's not true at all. I'm not uh, the first. I'm definitely not the first. <laughs> <sighs> People are shit. People, People are, are shit, but absolutely to be expected. I hate that. I'm like, yeah, but also like, no, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I hate that we come to expect this now because it's yeah. I mean, but you just you just gotta expect the worst of people, don't you? Unfortunately, yeah. But it's just then, so you like people are just the worst. Like, there's not even the can't even say much about it. You just like, yes, it has to be. It's to be expected, but you shouldn't. It shouldn't need to be. And it's like people just mind your own fucking business and be a good person. It's not so hard to be kind. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's why I said what I said after after I won. Mm. You know, it's like everyone has their own journey. Yeah. If I if I can come up here and show off my journey, then there's nothing to stop anyone else doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, it's something I really believe in, and I want to try and push more inclusivity and diversity in esports and just life mm. in general, like with my band as well. Um, so all the messages I hit are just blanked out by one good message. So it's yeah, it's worth it. It is. Yeah, I mean, and it doesn't take away from your from your success. I mean, you oh, earned this. My medal's still really sitting right here. Like <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> show us all your medal, please. Just show that beauty off. Oh yeah. So pretty. So pretty. Unbelievable. So cool. I really need to get some like polish for it because it's getting so scuffed from me just like taking it everywhere and throwing it in my bag. I'm just like, hey, do you want to see my medal? Look at this. Yeah. Maybe somebody can crochet <clears throat> your bag. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that what Tom Daly did that for his swimming medals or something that he's crocheting one for each of them. That's amazing. That's such a cute idea. <laughs> or knitting or whatever he does. I don't know. I'm not creative at all in that sense. So by all means. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. Um, okay, so for people who don't know you, um, everyone, we're all getting to know you, though, right? And yeah, the for world sure. is getting to know you. Uh, so I'm forcing myself upon everyone, and not in like a rapey way. <laughs> as you fucking should. <laughs> um, so tell us, Emma, who are you? Uh, I am Emma MZ Rose. I am a e football player for Team Northern Ireland. Um, and a gold medal winning trans pride woman on top of that as well. Amazing. I'm a part-time streamer, full-time gamer. I work a day job and I play in a rock band. So nice. I'm, never, I'm never sitting still. That's funny. Oh, that, that literally sounds like it. <laughs> it's busy. It's a busy life, but I wouldn't mm. change it. It's only going to get busier and I can't wait. Shall we get into our rapid fire round? Learn more about you? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Where are you from? I'm from the north coast of Northern Ireland, um, Corinne, to, if you want to be super specific. Um, but I also have been living in Belfast for the last 10 odd years. So my accent's a bit of a mess, but I'm from Northern Ireland, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> it still sounds distinctly Northern Irish, I feel oh, like. Yes. So that's that's like, I'm, 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 I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> for all the Northern Jeez. Irish people, you know money. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like when I go home, they say I sound like I'm from Belfast. And when I come back to Belfast from when I go home, they say I sound like I'm from Corinne. I used to live in England for a while and I had an, a weird English twang. Um, sometimes when I stream, I have a weird American twang. I just can't control my voice. It doesn't want I to be there. It's just really like it understand. speaks. Yeah, because really when you try and like slow down to like... So people, because we talk super fast over here. So when you try and slow down so people understand you, it's kind of like you almost Americanize your phrasings. Mm. And they're like, why are you talking American? It's like, well, you don't understand me when I talk quickly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> it's so true. Like when I go to Canada and when I, uh, when I like call my family in Canada, they're like, you sound Irish. And I'm like, mm, don't think I do, but okay. And then like here, they're like, oh, you're so Canadian. And I'm like, okay. And then I go to Dublin. They're like, oh, you sound like you're from the North. And I'm like, okay. And then I go to England and they're like, you're Irish. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> there's just, there's no like, once you, once your accent starts getting messed with it, you could be from anywhere. I know. Yep. It's true. It's true. Um, so what are your pronouns? She, her. And when are you a geek since? So it could be a year, maybe a story of your first geeky experience. Literally since I was old enough to hold a controller, I think <laughs> I was bought a Sega Mega Drive um, with Alex the Kid on it. And I just ran around punching bricks all day and then developed into Mario, Sonic, into Call of Duty, into Counter-Strike. And then somehow went from Counter-Strike to eFootball. That's an interesting step, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, I, like, I had never played eFootball professionally or competitively in my life. And then this opportunity arose, and I was like, I'm a competitive person. I'll do it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I like beating people. <laughs> and they're oh like, gosh. have you played? No. Is that actually how it happened? That's amazing. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, do you want me to tell the story of how I got selected for the Northern Ireland team? 
It's pretty I silly. I do, but I want to go through the rapid fire round and then I want you to tell us all about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so what are your some of your biggest geeky influences or just biggest influences in life in general? Um, music. Like, music sets my mood for the, everything I do. Um, I have a lot of friends who are in amazing positions in the industry and things like that and they're absolute idols. Um, I watch so many geeky TV shows. If there's anything slightly supernaturally or fantasy, I'll watch it. And obviously games. Games are games are games are my life. They've saved my life countless times and mm. they're literally like just what I want to do with it. Nice. Um so some of your current geeky pastimes are games. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they are. I actually haven't even I haven't even plugged my PlayStation back in since I got home. I haven't had the time to like sit down. I played one game of um TFT earlier when I finished work. Um Teamfight mm. Tactics on League of Legends just cuz it's simple and easy to play a little tar defense game. Um but I'm currently gaming and still playing eFootball. Um I'm watching Sandman on Netflix. And the new season of Lock and Key just came out yesterday. Is it yesterday? Is it today Thursday? Today's Thursday. So it came out yesterday. Yes, so. yes. <laughs> so Thursday. I've been uh, watching that too. Oh, awesome. I, we still Netflix, haven't finished right? uh, season two or even started season two. So. Oh, it's really good. It's really good. The first I, season I, was I didn't excellent. Expect, so. Yeah, I know. I didn't expect um, season three so quickly. I heard really good things about Sandman. Same. So I... Yeah, I'm like three episodes in. It's brilliant. Mm. Nice. It really we had fun. a little debate like in, in my house because it's Tom right now. My mom's here. And we were like, oh, do we watch Sandman or do we watch Paper Girls? So we went Paper Girls route, but Sandman is next. Yeah. So good. I haven't seen Paper Girls. Is it, it's on Prime, isn't it? It is on Prime. Yeah, we're three episodes in as well. And yeah, it's really good. It's uh, it, It'll go on my list. It's weird. It's absolutely like it's mind boggling, but it's a lot of fun. I'm excited to see where the story goes. Okay, that's rapid fire. Done. Um, thanks so much, Emma. Um, You're very welcome. Tell us, what's the geeky thing that we're talking about today? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, but tell yeah. us in your own words. I'm, I'm even still wearing the shirt because I love it. It's so comfy. Have you taken um, it off? Yeah, it's it's been washed many times. Don't okay. worry. <laughs> It was so warm in Birmingham, like every day it had to go in the wash near enough. Wow. Um, So today we're talking about the inaugural Commonwealth Esports Championships and how a little trans girl from Northern Ireland went and took the gold medal um, for eFootball for women. Um, Love that. And just the whole experience and, and how many amazing people I met, how many amazing friends I've made and proudly supportive members of the lgbt community that i've i made last week it's just been insane amazing so how did you end up in this one one of a kind experience honestly i i thought it was a bit of a troll um <laughs> so i'm in a yeah so i'm in a band <laughs> right and the leader of my band the guitarist and the guy pretty much it's the only reason the band gets half the way does because he's an absolute power horse and just works and works and works. So his name is Michael Smith, okay? So I'm sitting there one day and someone sends me a message on Instagram and they're like, we're looking for female gamers in Northern Ireland. Do you want to apply? And I was like, I'm a female gamer from Northern Ireland. Sure, let's apply. <laughs> Clicked on it and I was like, there's three games. There's eFootball, there's Rocket League and there's Dota 2. And I haven't played Dota 2 in forever and I have played Rocket League. Um, and I don't know what eFootball is, so I'll go with Rocket League and I'll put my details in and I'll say, hey, look, before we go anywhere, I'm trans. Is that a problem? What's the deal? Um, and then I got an email back from Michael Smith and I was like, hmm. <laughs> I was like, are you just playing with me? Like, is this a long game to like just really mess with my mind? Because I wouldn't put it past you, but equally, you're far too busy a person to have the time and effort to go through all this. So I was kind of like suspect that I applied to this Instagram ad and then Michael Smith was now messaging me and I was like, hmm, suspicious. Um, but he sorted the whole the whole thing out. He was like, yeah, um, it's open for everyone, you know, trans, trans woman and woman. Um, you know, we're, we'd be more than happy to have you represent Northern Ireland um, and take me along. And he believed in me to, enough to that I could learn the game and actually hopefully win something on it. 
Um, so that was all fine and well. Nothing happened for the next few weeks or so, maybe even a month or two. And I was like, oh, is that still happening or was that definitely just a troll? And then I got invited <laughs> down to Belfast Met to get my headshots taken um, and the first prototype of our shirt. And that's when it all kind of kicked in. Like it was real. I was like, oh, this, you're a different Michael Smith. Um, and I actually know you from when I was a kid in oh Korean. Um, and this is just mental because what, how, how does the universe put us back together? Um, like I know your wife, I know you. We used to go to the same gaming place in Korean um, when we were kids and the universe has brought us back together. I know, it's, it's mad. Um, and then I just tortured him pretty much every day after that until we actually went to Birmingham. And even in Birmingham, I tortured him every day that I needed stuff, I wanted stuff. And then I won us the gold medal. I love that. That's such a cool story. So I got I got to play for Northern Ireland at esports by replying to an Instagram ad. I delete all of them. Maybe I shouldn't. No, yeah. <laughs> you can play for Austria. I Do don't it. know anybody wants me to play anything competitively in esports. Let's be honest. I'm just going to kill things. I know competitive animal explode. killing. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of games like that. <laughs> <laughs> Big deer hunter. Uh, competitive <laughs> accidental animal killing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Rip bug snacks. Wow. Oh, jeez. So this is a pretty new thing for you, um, being mm-hmm. a professional esports player, e-football I, player. Yeah, I don't know if I'm. If you could call me professional. I'm pretty sure <laughs> we sure. can. You just brought home a gold medal. I yeah, think so. but <laughs> I guess I'm not going to say it. Um but yeah, it's all, it's all completely new. Like I've played land tournaments, not tournaments, but like land competitions back in like a game, the world, um, which is where I knew Michael from. Um, but I'd never done anything on this scale, never competed in esports in this scale. I'd obviously played a heck ton of CSGO trying to climb the ranks with my, my mates, but and always wanted to like sort of take part in a team in CSGO, but never got around to it. Um, and then when this opportunity came up, I just jumped on it. I was like, I'll learn this game. I'm a competitive little bitch. I will do it. Love that so much. Um, so this new life you have, um, what do you love about it? Like, tell us, like, how has this changed your life? Because I'd say it's probably a lot. Honestly, everything about it is is brilliant, except for, like, the internet trolls. But we'll get to that. Um <laughs> Like just being given this new platform where I can meet so many people and reach out to so many people and, and hopefully influence other people um, is just amazing. Um, like I'm just so happy that one, I was accepted by Northern Ireland um, to represent them. Two, I was accepted by the guys in the competition owners, um, competition runners accepted me for who I was and allowed me to play in the women's tournament like I wanted to. They also, you know, it wasn't just me. I wasn't the only trans person there. Um, so, like, the whole tournament was amazing. There were so many different people from different walks of life. So we all came together um, and ended up being great friends by the end of it. Like, you've seen them in the final, I was against Amy and me and Amy got quite close. Um, Amy played Alia before I came on and me and Alia were even closer. Um but like this whole thing, I'm just like, this is a whole new world that I never realized I want to be such invested part of me into. Um, and I, I like, like, I just feel like I want to use this platform for good. Um, I don't really want like, like there's a lot of stigma with mental health in LGBT communities. There's a lot of hatred towards us. There's a lot of, you know, exclusion. Um, and if I can use it to help bridge the gaps together, then for sure I'm going to I'm gonna do what I can. Um, which is amazing, but also sucks when you have to go back to your day job and you're sitting there looking at numbers all day being like, I don't, I don't care about any single one of these numbers. Like, I want to go, I want to go out and I want to play games again and I want to just be in that industry doing something I love and actually making a difference rather than focusing on numbers for a company. Like... So that's that's the hardest change I've had to like sort of go from playing on that stage to thousands of people to sitting in my house on my laptop looking at Excel all day. But I, I love it. Like I'm so grateful for the the whole the whole thing, the whole tournament, the whole opportunities that have come out of it, and everything that's coming out of it so far. Like I've already been invited to like a couple of gaming festivals. Um, I just need to find my own way there. And 
you know, I have, there's just a couple of good few things in the works in my emails mm-hmm. and there's interviews that have to be done. I get to meet people like you guys and, and join your awesome podcast, which is an absolute honor. And like, oh, it's, it's like, I never really knew. So I, well, first of all, I never really knew myself because as I feel like most trans people don't really know themselves until they come out. And, and once I like, and after I came out, I never really realized what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I knew I loved entertainment. So that's, I'm in the band. Um, I've like streamed on and off for years. I've made TikTok content on and off, YouTube content on and off. But now that I've seen the effects it can have of actually doing something on stage and being uh, like a, a beacon and I'm not going to say a role model because I'm a dick. Um, <laughs> role models can role be dicks models, too. Though. Yeah, yeah Dicks true. can be role models. <laughs> the dicks can't be role models, but role models can't be yeah. dicks. That's, um, yeah. <laughs> like I just sure. like, I need to be back in that industry and I need to like move on and actually like start doing a job I really enjoy. Like, don't get me wrong. I love my job and I love the people I work with. And But I feel like I can make a far better difference somewhere else. I feel that's the thing about geeky geeky shit that you're doing, right? Or, or that we were all doing, and we're doing it because we're, we're like we're enjoying it because we love it because it's great. But when you do it with people who also get you, this is like a, an ultimate next level of of understanding of what you care about and what they care about, and you meet over that common interest. That's just incredible, right? And that's just so different from any other experience that you have in life where you just meet at work and then you start to get along because you you just have to kind of because you work in the same place but but with the geeky things you meet over something you mutually enjoy and this is just an entirely different level of like understanding and friendship and companionship and then going back to that, well, you need to explain every single thing that you're doing and people are going to question you again. Like, what did you even do? You play video games there? And you're like, oh, fuck off, right? Because you were just <laughs> in this space where everybody knew what was going on and wh- how it felt and you all felt the same thing. So, yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But, like, I'm making contacts. I'm making... There's stuff going on in the background. Um and if so, hopefully something comes my way, then it will help me keep going. Yeah, I mean, this is just the beginning for you. Like, how, when did you answer that Instagram post? Like, how long has this been going on? I know I didn't start playing properly until May, May or June. Oh, wow. Um, That's like so recent. Yeah. Like but that g- must mean you're generally a good gamer. Yeah, right? like that just like... <laughs> puts a lot of proof because, into your skills um, that yeah. you're able to just kind of transition into a game that you've literally never played before and then go and fucking bring home a gold medal. Like, what? Yeah, I'm just competitive as hell. I like, love it. I don't... Pl- so, like, I miss out on a lot of games because I don't really play single-player games. Um, so I miss out on all the amazing storytelling and the art. Um, and I, But I, I really appreciate single-player games. I just don't have the time for them um because i want to like go out and beat someone (laughs) i'm like the competitive in me is like there's no one here for me to beat other than the computer the computer's not a real person i need to go beat someone (laughs) um this is i I could not relate any less (laughs) polar opposites it's so interesting because i'm like competitiveness i don't understand but it's so (laughs) wild to hear you talk about it because i'm like yeah maybe that's how you get places (laughs) yeah i just like I just like the adrenaline, I guess, from like yeah. playing someone. It doesn't matter if they beat me because then it just knows that I have someone better than me that I have to improve to go again against. So okay. like, mm-hmm. I'm 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 a, I hate losing, obviously, but when I lose, I'm like, okay, well, there's some. It's a learning moment, and I, I'll go again and I'll see what I did wrong and improve for the next time. Interesting. In a couple of months. Would- <laughs> consider myself quite a competitive person but i suppose not in this uh not in this way not w- when it comes to games i'm like oh playing with other people no thank you i'm competitive but i'm also <laughs> like uh i don't like people so um let see i love people i hate playing alone like mm. i hate being alone i hate playing games alone the only thing i don't mind doing alone is going to the toilet um <clears throat> emma tell us about some some positive experiences that you had at the commonwealth games and being in birmingham and being part of team northern ireland which is a whole bunch of dudes so 
Yeah. Um, so, like, the whole thing is positive. They're, they, like, the only negative thing that's ever come out of this was, like, the online trolls. Everything else has been absolutely out of this world. Um, so, like, my team, honestly, I have a coach called Richie um, and a teammate called Nick, who's the men's intern for Northern Ireland. And without their both of their patience and playing against me and teaching me how to play the game, I would never have won because they're just, those two boys are out of this world. Um, they've both represented their countries at the E-Euros, which is, if you imagine, the Euros for football, but online for computer games. So Nick's represented Northern Ireland, Richie's represented Ireland um, multiple times. So without them and their patience actually like to train me up and teach me what to do and show me all the different ways to do things properly, I would never have got this far. Like I remember playing my first game and I was like, I'm going to get hammered. But a free holiday to Birmingham, let's go anyway. <laughs> um, and then obviously my team manager, Michael, and the assistant manager, Jamie, you know, without them believing in me, um, and accepting me for me, I would never have got there either. Like having them knowing they're both in my corner no matter what happened was just like the most important thing. Um, and then everyone I met there was just lovely. Like absolutely everyone. We all have the same passion. We all have the same drive. Like it was just a meeting of minds of everyone who was similar. Um, obviously everyone comes from their own background, their own different walks of life. But like we all had the same goal. We all had the same dreams. Um, it was, it got spicy at times, obviously with competitions, but like, once the games were over, we were all friends. Like I had to play Alia in the in the group stages, and I beat her to put me into the finals, which is why she played the third place round. Um, but me and Alia are now really close friends. Like we have each other on Instagram and on Twitter. Like it, the, the friendships I've made are, are, are going to last forever, and the contacts I've made are going to last forever. Um, so I'm really grateful for all of that, and to everyone for just accepting the whole trans community as as who we are, and not forcing us to fit a certain shape. And I mean, the internet trolls are just pathetic little shits anyway, right? Because just because they are the loudest often doesn't mean it's the majority. But they are just so fucking loud that everybody thinks like everybody is against everything or whatever. And it doesn't mean that the that that the, how it's currently going in the UK is great or anything. Obviously, that's really horrible as well. But but it's just they are, I mean, they have no value in life, clearly, because why the fuck would you go online and in a, in a first name, a bunch of numbers person, then go ahead and abuse people? You must have a really miserable, pathetic life if that's the thing that you do during, during the day and stuff. So, I mean, not, any, not, not a person of value, value that has anything to say. So fuck all of them. That's it. Like, you just got to wade through them and, and you'll find the good comments um mm. they're definitely not the loudest though like i'm i'm the loudest <laughs> i'm like unapologetically the loudest yeah. like i my whole motto is ask for forgiveness rather than permission um so i'll go out and do That's something fun. and if it helps us in whatever way then i'll do it and deal with the consequences later which isn't necessarily a good thing and michael doesn't like me for but hey here we are <laughs> I mean, sometimes I think you also got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. You can't just always wait for everybody else to be okay with it. You need exactly. To if I hadn't have... space. Yeah, like if I hadn't have um, came out when I did, I'd be married right now and potentially dead. So like, you can't, if you can't wait forever because nothing will change. No. You can't wait and just expect no. things to change. You have to go out and make the change yourself, which I'm pretty sure is Michael Jackson lyrics. Is it? I don't know. There's <laughs> definitely song lyrics somewhere there. <laughs> I, I know the song you mean but I can't I can't do the lyrics but I think you're right I think it might be is it Men in the Mirror I think so so what does your normal day generally look like how do you get all I mean because I suppose you must be training and stuff as well yeah um it, it literally depends what month you ask me is, is the, it changes um Mondays and Thursdays well Monday to Friday I work so eight to half four I do my day job of um playing with numbers in Excel um, I, during my lunch breaks, I go for a walk, go for coffee, play some games, um, and then back to work till then. Mondays and Thursdays, I have band practice. So I meet the band, we go practice our songs, write new songs, things like that. Um, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, normally my girlfriend's off one of the two of them, so we would make sure one of those days is for us and just hang out, watch TV, do whatever we want to do. Um, and then outside of that, I would be just flat out playing eFootball 
um, or streaming or playing a gig or going to do photo shoots or going to shoot videos for the band or literally something press related for the band um, or playing graph if thought a role play because that is addictive as hell and so fun. We have a few people in our community that play the GTA role playing and it sounds very addictive. <laughs> it is. It's great. I really want to get back into it, but at the minute I just don't have the time. Okay, I'm already like, how your day? I'm already tired just listening to your week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so bad because like I I don't have the time. I could make the time to like go up north and see my family. Like my sister's just had a, a baby girl. Um, I'm now an auntie, and she's the most adorable little Aww. potato muffin i've ever seen thank you of course she's irish she must be potato yeah. muffin um and like my wee granny's up there and my mum's up there and i'm just sort of like you know i should always i always feel like i should make more an effort to go up north and see them because it's only a 30 40 minute drive well 40 minutes to an hour drive if you do the speed limit and then i always feel bad for my girlfriend because i'm like i'm always away doing this or doing that um or i'm playing a gig and making you come to my gigs um and i just always like feel bad I'm not spending enough time with people because I'm just gaming or doing something all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's hard to make it all work and fit in. You make it work as best you can, I guess. Like Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, also, sometimes I feel it doesn't, like, the quantity is not the thing that matters, right? It's like yeah. the quality that you spend, mm-hmm. the quality of time that you spend with people. You can spend a lot of time with people and it'd be a shit time. And yeah. you can... But because you have so little time, you know that the time that you have together with either your f- girlfriend or your family, that's the one that you then need to make count and that you value and that is then quality time. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's like, that's what I was about finding the balance. Like if I go away to a gaming convention, like I, I want her to come with me, but equally it's shit quality for her because I'm away doing all these things all day and she's just either... Mm on the convention floor or in a hotel room on her own and i'm like well you may as well have stayed at home because mm. you know you're just i've just abandoned you be pulled left right and center to do all these different things just travel so with an entourage then she has someone at all times the entourage <laughs> is the team and they're all playing <laughs> <laughs> to be fair that's the first one i've been to and the next ones i'm going to I've, it's only me being invited so i don't even have like but again i'm asked over to do stuff so it's like she was going to come over but it's not um i just feel bad that i'd have left her and i don't want her like in a random city by herself you know to get lost that'd be sad is she otherwise into gaming and and she plays she playing as well so she's hyper competitive um but if i asked her if she was good at gaming she would say no okay <laughs> um if i put crash bandicoot down in front of her um she gets pretty aggressive um got her into fall guys recently that's fun that is a good watch, time <laughs> i literally sit and watch her play fall guys all the time now and uh <laughs> it's quite funny she's like i can't do that and then she's jumping over all of her like jumping out of her seat and all it's it's amazing she's not like a so she's a gamer then yeah I, I think i've kind of forced it upon her same as football she's sort of stuck on there now but she she wouldn't be playing it otherwise if she wouldn't enjoy it. Like if she well, really that, yeah, it, she wouldn't exactly. If she that's the thing. Like that's we watch all our TV shows together and we play the occasional games together and we do plenty of other stuff. Okay, so historically esports has been um, quite a male dominated sport. Mm-hmm. Um, now that we are seeing more women and non-binary people coming in um, and playing playing and competing, as somebody in there as like a minority gender. How um, how are you finding that esports are dealing with like that aspect of gender or gender inequality, gender discrimination? Like, yeah, it's such a difficult like topic to like bring up because like one on one hand, it's like, well, why why does esports need to be segregated? Why can't there just be one open category for everyone to play and show off what they've got? And I've said before in an interview before I went, I was like, well, my thumbs the same as your thumbs, you know, thumbs are thumbs. Mm-hmm. The boys' thumbs are the yeah. same, girls' thumbs are the same. But what I have discovered, though, is this whole since you going over there and being in being in the atmosphere of it all, there is so many more males to females in the um in the gaming world, in the gaming industry, in the in the esports world, in the competitions that without having a female only category, you're drastically cutting off the amount of female talent you can showcase, mm-hmm. um, which 
is rubbish in a way because we don't want to just be in the girls category it's like oh well you're in the girls category you wouldn't want otherwise um but at the same time it's like well we wouldn't be involved otherwise because there's hundreds of you to one of us so mm. i came up with the idea that when we were there i was like why don't we have like a a doubles league whereas like you take the the guys from one team and the girls from another and mash them together and have like a master league in the middle as the main league and have the male league the men's league and the the females league as like secondary leagues so they're not as mm-hmm. important but then the ones that are mixed and more team related are actually more focused on because then that would show off a lot more talent for male and female at the highest level rather than you know sort of people assuming yeah. that because it's girls playing games it's lesser quality which is not true in the slightest. I know plenty of girl gamers who kick the ass of boy gamers. And vice versa, to be fair. For sure. I, I will say um, one eSport that I was quite interested in. Um, it's weird to call it an eSport because it's a card game. Um, but Hearthstone, like competitive Hearthstone, um, mm-hmm. they, as far as I know, like I'm sure there are lower leagues that, that maybe do have like gender separation, but um, like their major competitions and tours are just mixed gender. Um, and mm-hmm. just like the best player because yeah you know it's just you're playing a game like what does exactly. your gender have to do with it well our assistant coach is actually a professional Hearthstone player he goes to all the competitions Scully, Scully. Mm-hmm. Scully. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so he is definitely your guy for Hearthstone um and he loves it and they, they do it right they're just like they're just open categories um but then Hearthstone is more of a game where it's more mixed um so like in certain games you have more of a mix like a closer ratio of guys to girls um e-football is awful it is 99 percent guys to one girl mm. um it's the same with most sports games because like it's just sports. the stigma and the sports yeah um uh, and counter-strike is mainly all guys as well which is rubbish because it should be mixed but i don't know if they actually are mixed I know there's some mixed teams, but I don't know if the big tournaments are allowed to be mixed or if it's just the boys. Yeah, but I, I like what you say um, about it. Like we all have the same thumbs, you know. Yeah. Um. So I mean, do you foresee a day in the future when it is just going to be mixed leagues? Yeah, for sure. Like, like as I say, the only reason that we're having female leagues now is like a means to an end really is so we can show off more female talent rather than maybe having one or two girls come through every year um to make it up to the higher level not because boys are better just because the sheer numbers and the sheer mass against it like there's always going to be you know if there's 100 people chances are one of them's going to be better than you and if you're the only girl out of those 100 people it's just they're not better because they're a boy they're just better because it, there's too many more people yeah um so like I see it as a means to an end. Yeah, it's it's mass, exactly. So it's a means to an end to have female leagues only. Um Mm -hmm. just for the pure fact of being able to show off so much more female talent. Um but I know and speaking to some of the girls at the tournament, you know, we would be more than happy to roll with the boys. Um Mm. maybe not in eFootball because the guy from Malaysia who won is phenomenal, as is the Scottish guy and (laughs) as as is you know the welsh guy and the gibraltar guy and, and northern ireland and england so like maybe i i definitely wouldn't have got a medal if i was against the boys in that but that's because they've been playing for a lot longer than me it's, i mean you've um, been playing well for two months yeah a couple Jeez. of months and i have beat some of them and like they practiced against me during the competition because you know they didn't want to play against the other boys so they didn't want to show off their tactics yeah. to the like their the people they might be playing so they're like you can play me because i don't play you yeah. and i'm like okay let's go i'll play <laughs> but like i beat some of them um so like i definitely i'm gonna improve and like if i was given the option to join an open league i would do it i would without a doubt yeah. I'd, I'd join it i still go back to the only reason that the leagues are mixed in esports is just for that sheer math math numbers i mean sin ends to show off more female talent mm. yeah and i i mean at this point i don't think it's a bad thing to have like a separate league like you say to bring that the female talent into the spotlight and um you know have more female players represented and playing so eventually we will have just the mixed leagues where everyone I mean, can, your it, idea like, with the with the two separate leagues and then the the merged what i think mm-hmm. is, is really it's good excellent. it's kind of like the super bowl you know they have their their ace conference and their 
West Conference because I was like, where's the East? <laughs> they have the two different conferences, and then the winning yeah. teams all join in and, and play in the playoffs mm-hmm. and go through, and then the, the winners of the two things go through to like the, yeah. the Super Bowl. I'm not a big American football geek. Um, like I, I've watched the Super Bowl most years, but like that kind of category where it's like, okay, you play here, you play here, and then you join these two teams, and then these teams play these teams, and like, I just think that there'd be a lot more inclusivity, inclusive, inclusivity hard word mm. to say and i'm gonna to have to say it a lot <laughs> um there'll be a lot more in the very near future i'm sure because mm. why wouldn't there be like thumbs or thumbs it's so true thumbs i'm gonna get that tattooed thumbs or thumbs, thumbs, or thumbs. I, love- <laughs> I love i actually owe i actually owe um the global esports and everyone who watched the tattoo of the of the medal so i just need yeah. someone to pay for it for me because i don't want to pay for my own tattoo of a medal <laughs> Somebody can do it for free. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Invest a tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they can, it'll be like a sponsor thing. Be like, yeah, you yeah. know, this tattoo artist from this st- studio in Northern Ireland did it. Like, you're showing them off. They're showing yeah. you. Up. Yeah. I'll pay you, you an exposure dollars. Together. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> you get the exposure dollars. Tattoo artist, get on this because gold medal winner <laughs> wants a tattoo. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I'm going to, just before we end here, that we have a, an end question, but I'm throwing one in here that I haven't prepared you for. Um, okay. And I'm, it's a super local one, sorry, Mani. Um, what's the future of esports look like in Northern Ireland? It's going to be huge. Like, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure it is massive. Like, esports in the world is already massive. I know, like, the, the opinion is it's quite new. Um, it's quite out there it's it's just appeared overnight it's not like it's gone back to like counter-strike 1.6 came out when i in like the 90s and there was massive tournaments in it the only thing that is is being picked up now is because the prize money and the the funding behind it all is massive like it's a multi-billion dollar industry um and if northern Ireland doesn't take up esports the same way the rest of the world is going to it's just going to be another thing that we're left behind on um Mm. so they really need to take advantage of it because it's not just people like me you know that get to sit with a controller um and you know do my best to win a game or put on a show or entertain people with content or whatever there is hundreds of jobs that go behind that like the amount of staff i met over this weekend um you know lighting you have video editing you have sound you have stage runners you have hosts you have shoutcasters you have literally hundreds of caterers security everything like the the industry for esports is huge and like it will make so many more jobs it will make so much more money for northern ireland um and it'll inspire so many more kids and younger generation to come through and actually make maybe Maybe I'll go into a career in esports, but I won't be a gamer as such. I'll play games in my free time because who doesn't? But maybe I want to go into like the mastering side where I'll do fix the live stream feeds and I'll be in charge of like what people see going out there. Um, and that's where Michael comes in and, and the guys I met with the education pieces for British and esports. You know, they're making, they, there's courses now you can do in Belfast Met for esports. There's university courses in England you can do. And it's not nice. just, it's not just sitting playing games. That is part of it, but like it's everything else behind it, all the marketing, all the business, um, business needs, everything that it's all there. It's all behind it. So like, I think people always tend to just see the front of it all and be like, I cannot do this, but there are so many other things behind the scenes or like in front, (laughs) on scene too, that you don't get that there's actually things that you can also do. Yeah. So, yeah. exactly because it's it's as big a production as a movie if not more mm-hmm. you know like look look how big of an income game of thrones was to northern ireland mm-hmm. you know all the all the actors coming over that would be the players you know all the the writers and the directors that's the managers of the team that's the people who run the competitions all the the makeup artists the artists the the graphics design like this just huge mm-hmm. so northern ireland it has to be huge like we have good gamers over here. There's no reason why it can't be huge. Um, and I know with Michael's plans, he's planning on building an arena in Belfast Met for esports, um, which I'm sure he won't mind me telling, I hope. Um, <laughs> he hasn't told me I can't say stuff, so whatever. Um, and like, <laughs> it's going to be massive. It has to be massive. Like, it's like when color TV came out, people are like, ah, oh, that's, that's not going to be a thing. You don't need color TV. We've got black and white TV. Yeah whatever 
Well, I'm going to be just like my grandfather, who was the first person on their street to have a color TV. And I'm going to say, Emma, if there's anything that I can do as a gamer here in Northern Ireland with a podcast with my lovely Moni, and I want to help. I want to bring bring esports to Northern Ireland in a much bigger fashion. So anything like just be like, Amanda, come do this. I will. Yeah, What's for sure. Answer? I'll definitely help. I mean, maybe maybe get Michael involved in your podcast so he can actually give you more of like the education side of things. Hmm. Um, get Jamie involved from his uh, Hearthstone side of things and what it's like going to a Hearthstone competition yes. and the inclusivity of the Hearthstone. Like, I can I can put you in touch with all those boys. Psyche, we talked about Psyche earlier. Like, yeah, we had Psyche. She on. is doing mad yeah. things for She's... for the scene in Northern Ireland. She is. She's an absolute icon. But yeah, I would definitely like because I need so much. I need so much help with everything because the government over here doesn't notice esports it's not a real sport yet <laughs> i mean the government over here doesn't uh, yeah. notice a lot of things emma like i don't think true, it's just esports <laughs> no true but like if you look at say new zealand or france or germany or america or any of the asian countries the government recognizes esports as a sport and by the definition of the word sport it is a sport it's a team game that requires tactics there's mm-hmm. at nowhere doesn't mention physical activity now call myself an athlete isn't necessarily what i would do because i am not an athlete <laughs> i'm a gamer <laughs> maybe an e-athlete because i still have to have fast mind i have to have fast reflexes i have to have fast thinking i have to have you know good hand-to-eye coordination so in some aspects the athletes right but definitely like not a traditional athlete and it's not a traditional sport mm-hmm. either same way as chess chess is a, a sport but you know yeah. you don't have to be you don't have to have a six pack to play chess <laughs> yeah you don't have to no you don't have to but it would no. help <laughs> <laughs> it would make me watch chess more if there was just people can, with six yeah, packs yeah, like, oh, probably, yeah. Yeah. you can train on your own on your own stomach than when you have like abs. yeah Never well that's mind. it like, like but like you mentioned training like people assume esports people don't train we do we play games so it's not we're not just playing yeah. games for yeah. for like socialism or casualism to yeah. just to get the day through or like we're yeah. literally practicing the game to get better at the game which is why we're in the position we are because we take the game more seriously than just a game you know we mm-hmm. we, we invest the, our time into it to learn how to be better at the game and how to be better than someone else at the game Rather than that's what I was going like I went if we go back to when I said you know the single player games I'm missing out on all those amazing storylines and movies and artwork and everything that is put into a single player game because I'm busy learning the same ten year old game and mm. how if I aim slightly higher to the left by like two pixels I'll get a higher kill death ratio or if I throw a grenade a certain way I'll get I'll get more more damage done like it's the tiny minuscule things that mm-hmm. mm. we do practice every day. Um, which would clarify you as almost an athlete, but it's not. It's just not physical. It's not like a physical exercise. Mm-hmm. So it's a tough one. But it's still exercise and training. It's, and it's still exercise, still training. And, yeah. And, yeah. And I really sure. like what Tom has said in chat. He said um, esports also gives the opportunity for all minds to compete, regardless of like physical abilities and everything. Exactly. All minds, um, all able bodies. You know, you, you mm-hmm. don't like. There's a lot of people who can't do the sports they love because their their body doesn't allow them. You know, the, the body won't let them you, you go play football on a field, you know, whereas they can now have the opportunity to pick up a controller, put on a headset and mm. play play these games with their friends and it keeps everyone together and keeps you included. Mm. You know, mm. it's it's just it's anyone can pick up a controller. Doesn't matter who you are or like if uh, how your body is if you have any differences between you and me, it's like we can both pick up a controller and play the same game together and have fun together. And that's mm-hmm. why esports is amazing and, and just games is amazing in general because anyone can do it. We are so far past the gamers are people who sit alone in their house and don't speak to anyone. Mm-hmm. We're so far past that oh. and the stereotype can also get in the bin. Yeah. Yeah. Gaming anything, is community. Yeah, exactly. really is. It is like, and the amount of communities that have been built around gamers and for yeah. gamers by gamers for everyone, and uh, there's there's no way better way to say it than that. That stereotype needs needs put in the bin. <laughs> Although I have seen some cool setups in basements, I will say that the original cave, man caves are in the basements, right? Yeah, and that's where the yeah. gaming setup started. <laughs> exactly. So it's a homage, a homage, yeah. a homage, homage, a homage. <laughs> it's been All a right. long day. <laughs> 
Tell me about it. Um, <laughs> well, this has been fantastic, Emma. Um, I'm going to ask our last question and then I'm going to ask you another question, but it's an easy one. Don't worry. Um, so normally we say this question, like, what advice would you give young kids interested in getting involved with esports? But I'm going to phrase it slightly differently because you got involved in esports not as a young kid. So what would you what advice would you give to anyone looking to get into esports? Just find a game you're passionate about play it there's there's always a ranked version in that game there's always tournaments online that are free to enter there's always people online that will want to play it competitively um go on the reddit you'll find subreddits for the specific games enter those ladders and just climb your way up and eventually like go to go to land tournaments like in northern ireland there's the belong centers in balamina and craig avon uh, and there's one somewhere else i can't remember where but like just put yourself out there just think okay i like this i'm good at this i'm really good at this who's also good at this what are they doing okay i can do that it's as easy as that let's like just see what everyone because nobody's like the esports is just open to everyone nobody's gonna be like no you can't do this you don't know the right people it's like if you're good at the game people will recognize you and invite you to do stuff you just have to put your name out there competitively so people can see that you're there amazing yeah okay Emma, is there anything you want to say that we haven't asked you? Just the same message I'm, I'm trying to push constantly on everybody. Um, that if someone like me, a trans person from a, a very backwards town in, in the North Coast, can accept who I am, can come out, can upset a lot of people <laughs> by coming out, um, and actually realise my dream and play on play games and go on stage and come home with a gold medal. If someone like me can have the courage to do it, anyone else can, because... You know, I'm still relatively, I'm a nobody, you know, we're, I'm the same as anyone. Like if, if you, you just have to believe in yourself and you just have to do things for you every now and then, and you people will accept you for you at the end of the day. It may take them some time to get over it. It may take them months, years, but they'll get over it and they'll love you for it and you'll be happier for it. So yeah, just be you. I love that. Some chills. Yeah. 100%. And okay. So, um, Emma, you said that you've been invited to some events. Um, I know you probably can't tell us what they are, which I fully understand, but um, you have to pay your own way. And you're saying that you have actually uh, started a GoFundMe. Um, so I'm going to include that GoFundMe. I've dropped it in Twitch chat and I'm going to include it in our uh, show notes. That's what show they're notes. called. Um, as well. Um, so if you have a few pounds or dollars to spare um, or euros, you know, we're not fussy here. Um, if you have some <laughs> pennies to rub together um, to support Emma going and making, you know, trans trans esports inclusivity, diversity in esports, all this, all the things, all the all the words that I just said, but in a much better order, um, a reality, please consider donating to Emma's GoFundMe and let's get her going to everything that she deserves to go to. Yes. Thank you so much, guys. Where can we find you online? Where can our listeners find you? At MZ192 everywhere. Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time and for the amazing insight. And once again, congratulations. No, thank you so much for having me. It's been a, an absolute pleasure. And thanks for taking my podcast virginity. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Emma, for the time, for taking the time to talk with us. And um, so this is it for this week. So we'll see you again for another amazing episode of Geek Caring. Bye. Bye. <laughs> if you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com. 